Hello, friends. There's lots of interesting things coming up in the Stoic Coffee community, so make sure that you sign up for my newsletter on my website at stoic.coffee. You can also follow me on Twitter at stoiccoffee and on Instagram at stoic.coffee, and you can find my LinkedIn page by searching for Stoic Coffee Break on LinkedIn. Now, I also wanted to let you know that I'm starting a mastermind for tech entrepreneurs as the world of tech is accelerating, and I've had people reaching out to me for a group grounded in Stoic principles. I'll be your facilitator as we tackle some of the big questions in tech using the tools of Stoicism. I have a few spots left for senior tech entrepreneurs and decision makers to join me for a one-hour bi-weekly session. I'll be interviewing candidates to form a tight group for the first cohort of five people, plus myself. Now, if you're interested in joining this, please reach out to me at masterminds at stoic.coffee. Now, again, that's masterminds at stoic.coffee. Thanks again, and thank you so much for listening to the podcast, and I appreciate your support. Hello, friends. My name is Eric Cloward, and welcome to the Stoic Coffee Break. The Stoic Coffee Break is a weekly podcast where I take an aspect of Stoicism and do my best to break it down to its most important points. I share my experiences, both my successes and my failures, and hope that you can learn something from them and make your life just a little bit better, all within the space of a coffee break. This week's episode is called Getting Unstuck. Are you stuck in life? Do you feel like you can't break out of the rut you're in? Do you have trouble completing projects that you're working on? Well, today I want to talk about why we get stuck and offer some ideas of how to get unstuck. What upsets people is not the things themselves, but their judgment about these things. Epictetus. Getting stuck in a rut is a fairly common occurrence in modern life. And to be honest, it's often been a curse throughout the ages. Because we are all creatures of habits, we find something that works and then we cling to it because... While it may not be the best thing for us, it's safe. And often, if we're working on something in a creative realm, it's challenging because we have all sorts of fears and other anxieties that pop up that make it challenging for us to move forward. So the reason that I'm doing an episode on this topic is that this is something that I struggle with every week. I wish that I could say that in creating an episode each week, that it was easy and that the ideas just flowed from my mind and through the microphone. But they don't. Each week is a challenge that I face as I come up with an idea, find information and quotes to help illustrate the points that I'm trying to make, and sit down and synthesize all these ideas into a good episode that I can share with you. Now, as I've mentioned many times before, almost every episode that I put out is usually something that I'm struggling with or working through in my personal life. And as I work to try and solve the problems that I deal with, sitting down and creating an episode is a way for me to find some solutions and do my best to share them with you. So... This episode is about how to get unstuck. But first, the question is, why do we get stuck? What is it that keeps us from progressing forward in our lives? Sometimes we're stuck because we have a lack of resources to make progress. That can mean that we don't have the funds to accomplish our goals. We may not have the right equipment or tools to complete a project. We may not have the opportunities for the education that we need. Often the resource we lack most of is time. We may simply have too many other commitments and lack the time to be able to achieve what we want. I've run into this many times myself and have gone through periods of my life where I just simply had to reduce the number of things I was working on at a given time so that I didn't burn myself out. 
Another thing that may cause us to get stuck is if we are dependent on somebody else. Sometimes other people are in positions that block us from being able to accomplish what we want. And this could be anyone from a manager at work or to even someone in your family. But probably the most challenging is when it comes from a partner. So last week I sent out an email to all the people on my email list and asked them what their biggest challenge was when it came to self-improvement. There were lots of different answers, but one that came up more frequently than I expected was dealing with partners who were not interested in personal growth. And they felt like they were at odds with them in their efforts to improve themselves. Now, sometimes we get stuck just because we don't know what to do. We may be trying something new, and because it's new, we don't know the steps that are needed to move us forward. For example, as I'm working on turning the podcast into a full-time job, I'm very unsure of what to do. Coaching, masterminds, and creating courses and learning how to market them is something that is way outside of my comfort zone. And there are plenty of times where I just have no idea what to do next. And in my case, it's not that there is a dearth of information, but rather there is too much information. I often don't know what next steps I should take just because there are so many opinions of how to make this thing successful. Now, often we're stuck in a rut because we are just simply burnt out. We might be overscheduled. We might be trying to take on too much. We might have other obligations or people that have demands on our time that we just don't have the courage to step up and say no to. Burnout is something that is very real, and oftentimes it takes us kind of crashing and burning to recognize that that's what's going on in our lives. And that will often drive us to take a step back and to start to care for ourselves just a little bit better. The limit is not the sky. The limit is the mind. Wim Hof. Now, I think that the biggest reason that we get stuck in our lives is fear. Fear is the primary driver of so many of our actions that we may not even be truly aware of it. But the thing is, is that fear is caused by our own minds. Most of the things that we are afraid of are things that we just imagine might cause us some pain. But in most cases, the only pain we ever feel is our own distress, not any real physical harm. Now, there are different kinds of fear that can keep us from moving forward. First and foremost is the fear of failure. We can get so fixated on not being able to meet certain expectations that we fail to even get started on a project or we refuse to put ourselves out there. Now, this fear can come from multiple different places. It can be driven by a fear of being judged by others, especially when we're sensitive to external validation from other people. And rather than just trying, we avoid the situation altogether. Now, the fear of failure can also swing the other way, and we can become paralyzed with perfectionism. Our inner critic can convince us that whatever it is that we are working on is just not good enough. So we keep working on it and working on it far past the point where most people would consider it complete. Sometimes we just give up on it because we never reach a point where we consider it ourselves to be complete. Now, we can also get stuck with the fear of the unknown. Because the future is always uncertain, we may stay stuck because of that uncertainty. We'd rather stick with what we know because it's safe. We might even be comfortable with where we are in life and therefore don't want things to change at all. But as we all know, life is never static, so the wish to keep things as they are is something that will ultimately fail. The thing about all the fears that we have that keep us stuck are usually things that don't even exist outside of our own minds. It is our perception of these things and all of the awful scenarios that we conjure up which cause us the most pain in the form of anxiety. In a sense, we become our own tormentors. 
So what are some things that we can do to get ourselves unstuck? Discomfort is the currency of success. Brooke Castillo. The truth is that our finest moments are most likely to occur when we are feeling deeply uncomfortable, unhappy, or unfulfilled. For it is only in such moments propelled by our discomfort that we are likely to step out of our ruts and start searching for different ways or truer answers. M. Scott Peck. Now, often we procrastinate on something because we have associated a strong negative feeling with the activity that we are trying to do. It's often challenging because we feel like something is wrong with us, that we have something that we actually want to accomplish, and yet we will put it off and even self-sabotage ourselves. I know for me, many times I have struggled with getting this podcast done because I feel like it's just not going to be good enough. And that feeling that it has to somehow be perfect creeps in and makes it so my brain wants to avoid working on it. At that point, everything else seems much more interesting, so it's also easier to get distracted. In order to move past that procrastination, we need to be mindful of the story that we are telling ourselves about what we need to accomplish. We need to be mindful of the feelings that we have somehow associated with our task. In my case, that it needs to be perfect. I continually remind myself that a good episode is far better than none, and I'm more likely to get a good episode done than a perfect episode. Developing that mindfulness can help us face the different fears that we have about something. If we don't understand why we're avoiding something, It makes it very challenging to actually face up to it and overcome the fears that we have created in our minds. Now is the time to get serious about living your ideals. How long can you afford to put off who you really want to be? Your nobler self cannot wait any longer. Put your principles into practice now. Stop up and stop the excuses and the procrastination. This is your life. Decide to be extraordinary and do what you need to do now. Epictetus. I know that I talk a lot on my podcast about focusing on the process and learning how to enjoy the work, but sometimes we get fixated on the outcome. So if this is the case, and we're going to slide into that way of thinking, why don't we do a nice jujitsu move on our brains and use this to help us out? Sometimes imagining what accomplishing something will feel like in the future can be very useful to us. We can imagine how good it will feel to complete our task. We can imagine how much less stressful it will be once we're done working on it. Your future self will thank your present self for putting in the hard work. Creativity is just connecting things. When you ask creative people how they did something, they feel a little guilty because they didn't really do it. They just saw something. It seemed obvious to them after a while. Steve Jobs One thing that I've found that is helpful when I'm creating music, writing, or even programming software is that I find songs or elegant solutions that other people have created and copy what they are doing. If it's music, I'll try to make my own version of someone else's song and then start adding my own sounds, arrangements, or variations to make it my own. If it's writing, I'll read great books or listen to great podcasts to get inspiration or learn new things that expand my horizon. If it's a coding problem, then I'll try to find tutorials or code that others have posted that can help me make progress on what I'm doing. The point is, in this age where we have so much information available to us, we should use it to build off the shoulders of giants. Much of what we do in this world is just about combining unusual ideas to create new and better ones. We have all kinds of processes and tools that can help us take what is good and make it great. Sometimes it's not about creating a completely unique idea, but rather looking at something with a different perspective. 
Sometimes we get stuck because the task we're approaching seems so overwhelming. By taking some time to break things down into smaller, more discrete tasks, it can make things much easier. Rather than being one giant task that you have to get done, it can be several smaller tasks that are much easier to get done. Now, this is something that we do very often in software development. Since software applications are built of lots of interworking pieces of code, breaking a large project into smaller parts that can be completed in a shorter amount of time makes it more likely that the project will actually get completed. If you're interested in this process and want to see how you can adapt it into your workflow, check out Scrum or Agile Development and see if you might be able to apply it to what you're working on. Now, sometimes the way to get past being stuck is just to set yourself short timelines so that you get started. And what I mean by that is that if you get, find it difficult to go for a run, set a minimum amount of time that you have to run, something like five minutes or 10 minutes. That means you only have to run for five or 10 minutes, and then you can turn around and go home. Or that you only have to write or paint for five or 10 minutes, and then you can quit. Often it takes just getting the action started, then it's easier to keep going. By creating some momentum with a timeline that is easy to complete, it makes it easier to keep going. Associate with people who are likely to improve you. Welcome those who you are capable of improving. The process is a mutual one. Men learn as they teach. Seneca. Probably the hardest thing to do when we're stuck is to reach out to others and ask for help. This is not easy because far too often we think that we just need to go it alone and that asking for help is admitting failure. Often we think that other people won't want to help us and so we don't even ask because we don't want to get rejected. But the thing is, other people like to help and often can bring new and interesting insights into what you're working on. They may have skills that you don't have and know things that you never would have been able to figure out on your own. This is something that I've been working on myself. I've found a few people who are stronger in areas that I don't know much about, or they're just willing to talk through things with me to help me see things that I might have missed. Plus, when you ask others for help, it's a great space to build a better connection with them. I know that I appreciate it when people are vulnerable and ask me for help. Getting unstuck is not an easy thing to do, but most of the things that keep us stuck are products of our own mind. By becoming aware of the thoughts and behaviors that can derail us, we can develop coping mechanisms that can help get us back on track. We can find ways to help our minds work with us and achieve the things that we want, and in doing so, help us get unstuck just a little bit faster. And that's the end of this week's Stoic Coffee Break. Be kind to yourself, be kind to others, and thanks for listening.